Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Go Along podcast brought to you by Hamburg Brewing Company. We are here live at HBC in Western New York, drinking a little berry, berry sneaky. Jim, cheers, cheers, buddy. Well, this cheers. is the former blackberry sauce for you, the HBC aficionados out there. Very veteran, you're a veteran member of the HBC. Well, we're you, just hanging out with the brewer down there, the head brewer, and um, we're gonna have a good off. He was wondering where our Louis Locks were. <laughs> We, we tell people we're doing people a favor <laughs> since gambling became the since internet app you know the apps in new york became legal we're doing people a favor you make your own decisions we're not going to help you anymore you don't need our help slash losses whatever you want to say but we needed to back away from the louis locks i'll just Louis's say it's too good of a beer to be associated with a loss i totally agree okay. you know we should have found a shitty beer somewhere and yeah, associated like a, that with the yeah, the gambling losses. That's and, all. It's, it's just, okay. It's okay. okay. Live and learn. Um, Gamble responsibly. It's just like alcohol. Just yeah. like Peyton Manning says, right? Oh, don't get me started on those commercials. All I know is this, Jim. I'm, you know, we haven't done this pod in a little bit. We're fresh off of a 12-day cleanse. <laughs> Your boy. Your boy. Your boy has kept you busy. Fresh off the 12-day cleanse. Um, some some puking, some diarrhea. I don't know what what else was a part of that cleanse. I'm not really well, sure. Well, he had a breakup. A, a Did first he? Round I don't loss know. Or whatever it was, a first round loss, a breakup. You have. This is what's great about podcasts and getting to learn and, and talk to people who have different kind of where I was on the, whatever the inside. I didn't like saying that, but I work for a team. You were in the media. And your takes on Aaron Rodgers, I have swayed now. I'm coming. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I'm always such a talent first and believer in a rare talent. I'm not saying he's not a rare talent. You never have. You never have. But your concerns were worthy of what you've said and written about. I get it. It's enough. Like, it's wearing me out now. It it wears your team out. It can especially when you lay an egg like you did in the, in the postseason, 
um, it's an, like, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I get everything that you've heard and said comes true. And it's hard for me being on the other side of it because I see Gudicus, I hear the press conferences. And my, if the first question to me as the GM, what are you doing with Aaron Rodgers? Everything we can to keep him. Of course. Nobody played better in the regular season. Regular season being the keyword. We'll get into all of that. And I'm shot out of a can. It's I'm in, I'm at Hamburg Brewing. I'm shot out of a can. I'm sorry. <laughs> You've had a few of those very very sneakies. You're well, you know it. we like our morning beers. Well, morning we're, beer. Well, it's two oh eight right now, so we're in good shape. Yeah. See, I, I the morning to me lasts till about happy hour, with the traditional happy hour, yeah. five o'clock, whatever. All right. Well, let's we'll get into his game, his yes, season. Yes. You know the the substantive decision <laughs> of it all because it is a. It is a decision for the Packers, <laughs> for Aaron Rodgers, for a lot of parties involved. But let's just—I think we—we we, we gotta hit pause, right, Jim? Pause. I mean, calm down. I was asleep. I think I woke up in the middle of the night. One of our kids yes. was crying, and I checked my phone, and I'm like, "Whoa, what? What happened? What? Ha- oh, Aaron Rodgers did what on Instagram? So he is as calculating of a professional athlete, let alone." legit star as you'll find in all of sports he knows what he says he knows the weight of his words he knows how things are perceived he knows how to rally the masses or rally the supporters on social media behind something and he uses that this isn't coming from me this is coming from people with the packers people around the league they everybody's knows the playbook by now i mean he, his words carry a lot of weight we, we see it through the season on the Pat McAfee show before that he did a show with one of his friends in local media where anything he said it, that became the story right so he knows how that works he knows how it works oh he's very media yeah so very media savvy it's one of two things right either he genuinely at whatever it was midnight twelve thirty, had this moment of intense gratitude the thank yous at the end of a 12-day cleanse and he just felt the need to really be kind to these people and thank people and you know there was the picture of randall cobb and Devonte adams on the sideline at arrowhead stadium when he didn't play because he had covid and they left the spot open for him all of that you know it's kind of went on it almost felt like a a, a yearbook post in high school right <laughs> when you write in the back of somebody's yearbook and that he was I'll either never, I'll never forget when we yeah so either it was this this spontaneous moment <laughs> that's admirable I suppose that's good I don't know people use social media in different ways I guess that's how a lot of people use it or it was the calculating Aaron Rodgers where he knows that he's Aaron Rodgers the four-time MVP and that when he does this post so we're all going to be a bunch of you know, rats just <laughs> running in the same direction. And that's what happened. What's and he mean? built, he, it, it's no coincidence that the next day was the appearance on the Pat McAfee show. And everybody was tuning in. I don't know what the final count was. I think it was close to 200,000 live viewers on YouTube. In addition to the Mad Dog audience and we were, everything. We were close on that with the Mahomes, <laughs> Terry Pagula story. I, I was a little upset that they edged, they edged us out, but yeah. Barely edged us out. Okay, Barely but calculated is the word you're saying. So like, I'm saying like he he's playing up. So then the show starts and he immediately says, well, you know, just there's no news to really share here. I don't want to disappoint anybody. But I was on this 12-day cleanse, and here's what it was about. Like, 
either he just had this spontaneous moment of gratitude or he is obsessed with being in the headlines and the spotlight and needs the attention unlike any player in the league mm. i don't know who was on that plane with him right so it's it, it's That's a good point i think it's you know he point. he made it seem like it was going to be a quick decision and he'd kind of let us know let everybody know by now at the start of free agency where he's leaning um here's the other element of it and brian gudekins made things very interesting you're familiar with packers gm jim so maybe you can shed some insight but uh, if you i wish he were, was here with oh if he was here great. drinking these very uh sneaky very very sneaky very very sneakies we get the truth which we've talked about before okay. that's what we're all about at go long liar liar cut through the bullshit I, on the way here today i was listening to future and the one song he has is called honest just be honest yeah. i'm just being honest liar liar the movie we talked about that we need this. We need Gudikis to have some very, very sneakies and get let's get it out. They know. Listen, they know what's going on. So we don't. Because you're right, they're very they're good on how they say it. We don't know Aaron Rodgers talks. We don't know. Gudikis talks. Don't know. Give him credit. To get him into training camp though last year. Right. I think the retirement threat was real. I think he was thinking about it. Probably. He was unhappy. And we all saw his press conference, his airing of grievances. It was a festivist of sorts <laughs> in Green Bay, Wisconsin in late July. But we were pr pretty much led to believe that there was this agreement behind the scenes. All of the reporting that was out there suggested that, okay, like they, he's here, but they agreed when it comes to the spring, they're going to reassess. And if that Aaron Rodgers does want out again at that point, they'd make it happen. Now, Brian Gutekin said this week, we to the media, there, there's no agreement. <laughs> this is where I give Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, a lot of credit. Mike, he he pointed good. it he's out good. at the moment. He said, look, if, if it's not in paper, if it's not written, if it's not down on paper, like, it doesn't matter. It's just he said, she said. So what is it? We don't know. Like, does he have the ability to get out if he still wants out and wants to play but not for Green Bay? Um, I'm not sure. Green Bay contractually has all of the leverage. I was going to say, they're in a good spot. And here's where it's different than last offseason. I really do believe they have the leverage in the court of public opinion now, Jim, because they've made it very clear you can have – I mean, they're moving money around with Aaron Jones, with Kenny Clark, with all of their best players. They're making it clear. Like, we want to create the room needed to pay you what you want. Devontae Adams, we want him. You know, he can still do whatever he wants at the line of scrimmage. He can still defy COVID protocols and do whatever he wants well, down those I mean, lines. They Adam, let him. Certainly. They, he's got the freedom to basically do and say and act however he wants in Green Bay. And so if he still wants out, if he wants to make the stink this year that he made last year, Green Bay is going to look pretty good because right now it's Brian Gutekunst. Hey, what's the problem here? got the money you got the team we brought your buddy randall cobb in um we, we we signed veterans on defense and how many points in the playoff game? and they scored 10 points at home against jimmy garoppolo this is where this is where i, I mean honestly it's when i was like i can't I, we talked about it before i can't this is where i'm at a loss as far as defending aaron Rodgers. but if i'm gutekist 
I'm still trying to do everything I can to keep him if he wants to play. Well, let's get to that then. Okay. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Now, so. does that blow your mind? It Put yourself in, in okay, because this is where I was kind of talking about, where, where we have these different backgrounds as far as if you were good at this, and you know all this about Aaron as far as, look, he, he likes the drama. He likes being in the media. He likes he, – I feel like he's setting us up, but – there wasn't a better regular season quarterback than Aaron Rodgers last year. There wasn't. Why would you move on? Is the goal to win the regular now, season or to win the Super Bowl? That, there, there's the there's the dilemma because can you even get to that point without Aaron Rodgers? Can you even get to the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers? I'm not saying you can or can't. I'm just saying that's what you're talking about, first off. There wasn't a better regular season. I hate saying regular season, but I have to keep saying that now. I think because there was though. I think it was. I think Bob McGinn put it. Yeah, perfectly. but well, Bob, Bob's, Bob is. Yeah, and I know people. You know, they went into a tizzy when uh, <laughs> his analysis kind of went mainstream there on Monday. But Bob nailed it. I think that this was a very efficient offense. It wasn't a big play offense. And it was Aaron Rodgers, very cognizant of his turnovers, very cognizant of his passer rating. And that's good, right? I'm not going to sit here and say he should throw five interceptions in a game. That's ridiculous. Obviously, it's good to take care of the football. But he takes it to an extreme to where, hey, what was the throw that won the Rams the Super Bowl? It's Matthew Stafford, no look in Von Bell. Which to Cooper Cup when he's got no business throwing it to Cooper Cup in that situation. This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. And I'm watching that Green Bay game. It was apathetic, listless. It was um, an it's Aaron Rodgers that we've seen in the playoffs. He's had some good moments, but for a good, for most of a decade, it's kind of been great regular season, let down in the playoffs. And I'm not saying that if they move on from Aaron Rodgers at Super Bowl or bust next year, but he's but Aaron Rodgers is gonna play forever. He's not gonna play forever. He doesn't. He at doesn't, some point, you've got to make that decision to rip the bandaid off. There's no way he wants to play unless he knows he could make a Super Bowl. Correct. Why would you want to even play for two? Like, yes, Green Bay. He knows if he comes back to Green Bay, he knows we can win the division. We will possibly be a one or a two seed. You know, well, one seed's the only thing that matters now, I guess, with home field, but. That's all. That's all. Pretty much a definite. Like you know your team. Yeah, you got some new coordinator, and that's not going to matter. That's going to be fine. Does Aaron Rodgers want to take the risk of going somewhere else, and then possibly? There's a lot when you take that risk, and this is where you got to give Brady credit for having that. Like, it takes guts at that stage in your career where you don't need the money. You're doing this because you want to be somewhere else. Yeah. You know, you're tired of where you've been, and I want to show you I can win somewhere else. I don't know if Roger – we don't – I don't know if he has that. I don't know if that's what he's trying to do or not. I almost feel like – I almost feel like he wants to, to stay. He's got a pretty good safe space in Green Bay. That's how I feel. That's it's, how it's, I feel. It's a very cozy, safe space where he can do whatever he wants for the most part, whether it's calling plays, whether it's – at the facility oh, and could be even more a show hey aaron if you stick around i know we got you know we got a new coordinator coming in hey look you're gonna have more say than you've ever had you know we want yeah. you here i mean they could do that too it, it, completely jake kumro 
keep your phone on at this point, right? Because <laughs> Green Bay might be offering you a hundred million dollars. <laughs> and Devontae Adams is just sitting around like, right. look, don't tag me if you aren't signing him. Yeah, I guess. But that's where I kind of get almost more irritated by the Packers sometimes, Jim, because it's like, all right, I get it. Aaron Rodgers is unbelievably talented. He is. He is. This is tough. It's as good. But but you 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 have a team to run. Like, are you really willing to go through another offseason that you went through last year for the chance at making a Super Bowl run? Yeah. I mean, you think it's worth it? I mean, I it's Super Bowl or boss. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. I see. I think you should look to the future. Let I think, me ask I think you enough this then. is enough. Rip, but, but at some point it's gonna end, Jim. At some point it's gonna end. Very fair. Take the picks and the players while you can. Well, okay, Take now it. this is the gambling part, right? This is where the FanDuel and all of us come into play now with the gambling. You have a – we're talking about the most important position in sports, right? You have a guy that just won MVP. Yes, you didn't what get the – What a chance, right? What an opportunity. You didn't – you want. This is the gamble. Do we – Okay, so on FanDuel, when you have a, if you do a parlay, a three team parlay, and you hit the first two games, right? They give you an option. It's called a cash out option. So say, say the parlay, if it, all three teams win, you might win 600 bucks. So what they do, if you hit your first two legs, they give you an option to cash out, say for 350. You know, so they're saying, look, hey, good job. We'll give you 350, you know, but, do you want that 350 or you're like, ah, I got, you know, I have a chance at 600. That's where Green Bay's at. Do they cash out? Because they're in a cash out play with Aaron Rodgers, to your point. Yes, you can get something big for him. And you have a quarterback that you went on. This would be your cash out option. Whether or not you take it, this is the gambler in Gutekis and Gutekis and Lafleur. If I'm the GM, I'm keeping Aaron Rodgers. I, I I don't need, and I'm, and I'm sitting here saying that, and I believe everything I've, the postseason is real. It's real. But it's not like you saw any decline in his play. Being conservative isn't a lack of physical ability. That's a lack of something where something, a hang up he has if he's not taking chances in the big games. His physical ability is incredible. He's at a high level right now. You can't find that. It's what the Bills were trying to find desperately. They found it. It's what the Chiefs were trying to find. They found it. When you have the guy that's good enough physically, when you deem him physically good enough to win a Super Bowl with, then the conservative part, you got to coach that out of him or something. But you to give up on that is, woof. What about the concern of um, retirement? Okay, well, that to me, what he's going to do, what he's going to say, how he's going to feel. Well, the retirement part, I mean, that you're you're you've already played that you 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 got the court, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just saying, look, if if you're Green Bay, you got Jordan Love, you're you're prepared for his Jordan. I think Jordan Love is a conversation unto itself. Yeah, to itself. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, like, my God, you if if, if Trey Lance, the opportunity to draft Trey Lance is going to warrant the three first if matt stafford is getting two firsts and right. a third and jared what could Goff, you get for Aaron right now can you imagine what denver broncos are going to line up right now denver talking... pittsburgh oh new orleans i feel like all these teams are going to be in play it i don't was... even know who has almost anybody who 
needs a quarterback, right? Completely. Could, could give you everything. And you have to wait. Obviously, you'd have to, yeah. So if the opportunity is well, there, that's where Gutekiss the choice is yeah. to take that or risk. So what's the another so, year of another divisional playoff loss and more drama and more nonsense and you don't get anything a year from now? No. So that that's why right now as a Green Bay, they know what they would they know what they would take. It, and I get it. It doesn't behoove like if you're not coming with this, don't call us. It, it doesn't behoove them to even come close to the T word. Why, why would they at this point even talk or entertain or pick up a phone when it comes to trading Aaron Rodgers? I get it. Like let him work through. So we're waiting for this decision. I mean, is it, so if, if, if we're led to believe that Brian Gutekinds is telling us the truth, that no agreement was made and that they don't, they're not going to give him the ability to just seek a truth. So the decision is if he wants to retire or not, which, so if he wants to play, then it's for the Packers. Right now, if you're Green Bay, that's how you'd like it to be set up. What's your guess? What's going to happen? I think he stays. I and the only reason I'm saying that is I'm putting my. (laughs) This is crazy. I mean, I've never been a GM, so it's bad for me to say. But if I was, I was. I mean, if I was in that role, my my area of. You know, when I was paid to do in the NFL was to make decisions like this. Yes, I would do whatever I could to keep Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It's the unknown is to you're, you're yes. You drafted Jordan love, but my it's, there's so much unknown, right? Yes. He shows good signs for sure. He showed to me, he shows everything you'd want and where they took him, where he's at fine. Just like when they took Aaron, where he was at when they had Brett at this point though, I still think you do everything you can to keep Aaron Rodgers. I really would. Now, when you when I when you, when I say that to you, do you look at me as that's such a soft front office? <laughs> like, no, I'm asking because I feel like that's just my initial and how I would no, handle it. I understand it. I mean, he, it's a he, whole he, new your whole offseason. So if, if you if because right, right now we're getting ready to do the whole offseason game plan, right? This is what you do. You go away with the coaching staff and. You hammer it out. Here's where we are cap-wise. Who are we targeting free agency, mm-hmm. draft-wise, if your quarterback's in place? If Aaron's out, now we have a whole new meeting, right? Okay, now we got Jordan. Who are we bringing in to compete with Jordan? Because you got to bring in somebody to compete with him for the starting job. I wouldn't just hand it to him. Mitchell Trubisky. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, well, that's a whole other story. Um, Sign me up for the Mitchell Trubisky-like Green Bay Packers <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> he beats out Jordan Love. But you see what I'm saying? It just causes you as a front office, you have one of the rare things in football. You have a MVP, Hall of Fame type quarterback. I, I, I run it till it can't run anymore. I do what the Steelers did. Yeah. I do what the Steelers did. I get it. I, I, I totally understand it. We've talked but a lot about But I'm not saying I'm right. I'm, I, I want well, you to foot, say that. I'm saying what I would do. The is a game of survival. I mean, you've lived it. You've seen it. Everybody is and looking out for their own neck. I get it. I get it. Like, it's if you've hard. got this talent and he's really, really good and he makes everybody look better around him. And he likes the head coach and the head coach likes him. He likes the new offense coordinator, right? I mean, I read about, all right, the history of Clint. The quarterback's coach. I mean, right? I'm Tom sorry. Clements. I'm sorry. I said yeah. OC. Quarterback's coach. Yeah. Believe it or not, Jim, long ago, me and Aaron used to sit down for a one-on-one every that, spring. That I need, for an to hour. I need to see footage of. I need. No, I'm just kidding. But, no, I don't believe it. But, yes, I get it. I, I got to find the uh, the old quote up, but he uh, he had a lot of good things to say about Tom Clements here. 
you can keep it going. Well, no, I was reading it. To be honest, I was reading a lot about what you were saying about what he said about Clemens. And if your quarterback is happy with the quarterback coach, who he's with nonstop, he's not with the OC all the time. That's who he's with. If he's happy with Clemens, he loves Adams. Adams loves him. You have a offensive line that is obviously capable of winning a Super Bowl. The special teams are going to get fixed, right? Well, we've been saying that for a decade or so. Okay, well, they made a little move that, you know, you like to think is the right move. I just feel like if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I wouldn't go anywhere either. I wouldn't want to go anywhere. I wouldn't. Green Bay is doing what Jim Monas suggests. They are doing everything in their power to convince Aaron Rodgers to want to be a Green Bay Packer. They're moving money I'm around. A, I'm a run-of-the-mill NFL <laughs> front office guy they're bringing in randall cobb you know what and we we poke fun at randall cobb i get it he made the big catch against cincinnati but let me just point this out he his body is breaking down he's He's slow he's small go back and watch that san francisco game the end of the game when aaron Rodgers almost had a pick six randall cobb is lined up at the top of your screen and the cornerback he knows he's not going to get beat by randall cobb deep when he's he's lined up he's squatting squatting on it He's squatting on well, it and almost picks being, it. We talk about this too. It's like, who's the defensive coordinator afraid about? He's afraid of Aaron Rodgers, obviously, and Devontae Adams. Right. Everybody else is. I hate to say it. In the NFL, a lot of guys are just, they're replaceable. So I, I, I guess they're going to bring in buddies, you know, give him a seat at the table now. So to, to your point, they are doing everything that they can to, keep to make him happy. And with change, the reason I kind of agree with you Look, I think they should trade him, but I agree with you that he'll probably play for the Packers this season. I feel like he will. And you know what did it is this Tom Clements hire because here's you a think that was calculated too. Sixty-eight year old, it's retired. You know, like McCarthy brings him in in 06. so he's with Brett Favre for two seasons. Um, he's teaching Aaron Rodgers the position at the NFL level. So when I would sit down with Aaron. Great relationship. I would love to see the. Fo- I would love to hear the phone call, the Florida Clements. Tom. Yeah. Hey, you know I know you're retired. Um, would you like a couple million to come out of retirement to coach, or whatever it is, a million to come out of retirement to coach uh, the MVP who doesn't need coaching? Sure, Matt. <laughs> he really likes you. He you're really likes you. And if you come on. You know what, Matt? I'll take you up on that deal. I'm ready for the challenge. You don't have to develop Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, it's well, it's not a secret that Aaron Rodgers, when it comes to relationships, no, that's what I was going to say. Whether it's, a, it's friends, whether it's, it's a family, communication. whether it's, it's a, yes, it's it's a communication thing. They want to be able to, yes, and they've got a good one. The, 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 so, they want Clemens to be able to tell Aaron, "Here's the game plan. What do you like? What do you don't like?" He likes Aaron. Aaron likes him. That, yeah. Here's what was said in 2012. So this is 10 years ago, Jim. Um, I love it. This is unreal. This is the drama of the offseason. Oh my gosh. So uh, he, he, Tom Clement's name comes up in this Q&A and uh, this one-on-one. And I asked Aaron, uh, has Clement's been a big factor in your consistency too? And he says, quote, the biggest. How so? And Aaron Rodgers says, very consistent personality, incredible teacher of the game, and the perfect dynamic in our relationship where there's a tight relation, tight friendship, and I really look up to him as a person and consider him a dear friend. However, there's a line between player and coach that exists on the field where I look at him as a father figure. And to me, I never want to disappoint my father. 
So when I take the field, I want to make him proud with the way he has prepared me. The last thing I want to do is let him down. Obviously, a decade later, that analogy doesn't exactly hold up with uh, where Aaron is at in his personal life. I would agree. But he and Tom Clements, unbelievably close. He and Nathaniel Hackett, incredibly close. That's the, yeah, that's the key. Tom Clements on this end of the personality spectrum, Nathaniel Hackett on the other end of the personality. Hackett's bouncing off the wall. You worked with him. He is a awesome. he is full of energy, full energy fun, positive, fun, positive. He likes us schlubs in the media. He, he can't likes, wait to talk the ball. He has like eight different TVs in his office. When I say TVs, more monitors of just the way he's coming up with game planning and break. It's really it it is. It's like a mad scientist with how he loves football. And he like he, he Nate Nate loves football so much. Infectious personality. Awesome. Like you want to be around him. I was just going to say, he's somebody in awesome. general as a human being no you doubt. want to be Every around. time. Every time. When we – so when everything went down in Buffalo and, um, and Marone left, Hackett and I had a little lunch at um, right in Orchard Park. Is it Buffalo um, – I'll look up the name. I can't believe I'm – I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the little name of the place. We had a little lunch. And Hackett said, Jim, interview me. For the head job and i sat there i was like i'll tell you what nate i i was sitting there i i didn't have that type of obviously i didn't have that type of control at the time terry just came in i was very like i was scared out of my mind for my job to be honest but hackett's like jim just interview get them to interview me for the job i'm sitting there like shit nate you you have the you definitely have the energy the positive you're a outside the box thinker which I love. I was like yeah you know I it wouldn't I mean then I re- I saw where things were going and and Terry and they, they ran with it and Russ and Doug they they had a I mean they interviewed like a lot of guys that year that was a whole Frank Reich and blah, a million guys interview um, and we hired and they hired Rex but things worked out <laughs> with Rex well that's why I go back to that conversation where Man. Nate was, Nate came strong on that luncheon. I mean, he knew that, you know, he knew whatever was going on wasn't probably good for him. And I'm like, I give I was like, yeah, Nate, I do think you want to be a head coach someday. And you do carry yourself. Like you care about the, you love football. You love the players. That's all that matters is the players. So yes, to your point, he is, he'd be hard to say no to. He was, I wanted, I wanted, I was like, if I had the power, I may have hired him. Just yeah. based off the way he was selling me that day. What a counterfactual, right? If Nate Hackett takes over the Buffalo Bills. Instead of Rex. In instead of Rex. It would have been 15. The, the part of that we don't know, which it never went beyond that conversation, was who was going to be your coordinator? Was it going to be where you were going to keep Schwartz? Hopefully you would have. Yeah. What, what, that's, that's the part you don't know. Because what ended up happening with Rex was everything just – deep you know we had a four three three four we didn't know what we were running you know your whole roster changes <laughs> yeah. but we never went further than that to hear what nate's plans were but he made a pitch just interview me and that's his passion for football and i respected that and always always thought highly of nate it's really cool i, I can't wait to see what he does but yes does aaron like that does aaron want to be a part of that and what is the decision for Aaron Rodgers? How much of a say does he really have with his destination? Because good point. It good seems point. like his camp has 
push that narrative that he does that's, have a that's say a good right that's now. a very good point and the, almost and like basically he's the Packers the are saying no we're not making no agreement green bay is we very make an agreement i like what green bay is doing i i do will say they're not coming out and just saying well we're let we're gonna wait and see what aaron wants to do they're and basically it, saying no we want you and i just think it makes so much sense for both parties agreed denver well i think denver's got a top 10 pick they'd probably throw is, in two other future firsts what players would you want if you're Green Bay? Is Name this them. the is this the, is this the breakup? Uh, it's not you, it's me. Where you just look? I did everything I could. Yeah. You know, you did everything. You. It's not you. You did everything possible. Isn't it, isn't it wild though that Aaron Rodgers has such an affection for two different types of personalities too? I mean, two very Hackett different people. And Clements. Yeah. Very I different. can't. I will say this. We might be way over looking looking into this way too much. Where. I don't know if he's comparing Hackett and Clements right now. I would hope he's comparing rosters, yeah. how long he wants to play, financially where he's at, what what can he do in Green Bay, what can he do in Denver financially, how long financially, and then how realistic is a Super Bowl. And he's winking to Mike Tomlin on the sideline, Pittsburgh's in play. Right, possibly. have fun, right. So, and then you look at the AFC and NFC. You gotta look at that, right? If you're Aaron Rodgers, I mean, Rogers. Chicago's not going anywhere. Look at the division. Minnesota, Green Bay's division, not Detroit. Green Bay's not. division. They're already gonna win their division. Yeah, yeah. He goes to Denver. You're just. You don't even know if you're gonna win your division in Denver. Right. He's to me. He's staying if he wants to play football and and it win a could Super be Bowl. About other stuff than football too. Now, if you leave Green Bay, my guess is it's your you're getting more financially something's going to happen financially for you happiness mm -hmm. you're doing it not for super bowl reasons if you want to win a super bowl you should stay in green bay you were just the number one seed you know tom brady is a quarterback who seems so obsessed with that winning to an unhealthy level i'm not saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to win he wants to win but i don't think it's to that kind of level my point being, I think he would consider leaving outside the box. Then to me, that's fine. And I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm saying he's not, his number one priority is not winning a Super Bowl. Right. right. If you want to win a Super Bowl, you stay in Green Bay. He clearly won it out last offseason. We can't overlook that. Like he, for five months, this and, charade went on. Well, like, he, and he, he had a hell of a team that just was in the NFC Championship game. For two years in a row at that point and he got everything he wanted right they kept i mean if i if you want to if you want me to come back i want this i want this i want okay we do it he scored 10 points 10. that's the hardest part for me because i am sitting here defending him keep him keep him and don't throw the crap about the weather i mean no. look, look what josh allen did no, no and no. the frigid no, cold no, 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 in no, buffalo no. no don't do weather don't do weather but uh, you know, he's it, one of the best. We've been talking here for an hour, or whatever it is. Like, I, I think we're in the same place. I think he plays for Green Bay. Yeah. If he wants to play football, keep playing football and win a Super Bowl. Yeah. It would have to be. It would have to be something insane. That it, financially, I think, for him to want to leave. Yeah. You can't go to the AFC to say you have a better chance of winning a Super Bowl. <laughs> Any NFC? I mean, Green Bay wouldn't want to trade him in the NFC. No, that's I, wouldn't not I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think. Wouldn't think that's a possibility. Anything else in the NFL offseason, Jim? Before <laughs> I can't believe we're, I know, you know, I haven't, I, it's weird we're at that spot, but is there anything else big? You fill me in. No, I mean, uh, 
I'll say if I, I know that uh, Steelers you know, quarterback obviously Russia's invading Ukraine today. In that, in so that, that's something, right? We sit here and we're sitting here like guessing on where does he want to make all his money for right. the Super Bowl and this I know. It's tragic, it's sad. Tragic sad. And well said. It's yeah. The sad part to me is that it's like, you know, today people are talking about it, tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And then it's on to the next, on to the next item day. of bullshit in this country that's a hot topic right now i know i know it's real life and um we don't get too deep into real life stuff on this podcast but man we got to pay attention to this because this is this is massive well it seems like it it seems like every a lot of countries are about to get involved in this well a country was handed over to uh the taliban let's not forget that we started there now this is happening what what's next I wonder what Taiwan's thinking, but hey, people listen to this for an escape. So well, I don't, don't want to get, I don't want to get too here. I am deep, but here. I am. Well, I agree with you. No, it's, but Tyler, it's, it's crazy this, to talk about this stuff. No, it is. And takes you, it puts you back in reality sometimes where I'm like stressed out of old Dominion's going to beat Florida Atlantic tonight. Right. But real life is this like, man, this is like, I know we sit here in our nice little safe world. And then it's like, yeah, we're talking about, where does Aaron Rodgers want to go? Right now, that's unbelievable. So everybody, please, you know, well, put your this, thoughts where yeah, they thoughts. should be for sure. And uh, but you know, we're here as an outlet too. So well, that's part of our job. It, it matters. Everybody out there, thanks for listening, for watching. Hamburg, we appreciate it. Hamburg for hosting. It feels so good to be back. It feels great to be back. We're gonna have a lot happening at Go Long, so I plan on doing like an off-season. Here's what's coming post soon for the site. The podcast will keep humming along. We got a, Do we have another cleanse coming up, Jim? Do we have any more cleanses? The Rogers cleanse? Yeah. Mine. I would like a Rogers cleanse. That'd be nice, right? An Aaron Rogers 12-day. Man. Break up with your girl. Well, we thought that happened, but then he's talking about her on the show, so I don't know what the hell's happening. We don't even know what's happening. Nobody knows. Does Pat McAfee know? He's not going to ask him about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks everyone